Hello and welcome to Investors Hangout. This weekly interaction to help you learn and understand savings and investment issues is brought to you by Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund and Value Research. Now, last week we discussed if this is the right time for you to book profit. And today we look to answer another very commonly asked question during market weeks, which is, should you wait to buy the dip? Now, the markets are at their all-time high and a lot of investors want to know if they should be investing systematically through these market highs or should they, you know, uh, keep some cash in reserve and look to buy the dip. That's exactly what we'll answer today. Uh, welcome, Dhirendra. Thank you. First of all, let's tell our viewers, are the markets expensive right now? It is impossible to guess whether the market is expensive or cheap simply mm -hmm. because uh, it's a very dynamic situation. If companies are earning 100 rupees mm -hmm. and stock prices are at 1000 rupees, tomorrow if companies start earning or you know they, they grow their earnings to 150 rupees, mm -hmm. then it might look cheap by hindsight. Mm -hmm. So you don't know if companies' earnings dip, then the market might be very expensive. Uh, the markets might be very expensive if you know the company's earnings will go down and go down for a prolonged period of time for a variety of reasons. Saying that, you know, whether the market is cheap or expensive will amount to being an astrologer. Uh, you will have to guess that the company's earnings will grow or people will stop investing or people will book profit and will not come back to market for a while. And no investor has any control on all this. Hmm. I think, you know, companies are poised for growth. Hmm. Companies' earnings are is growing rapidly. And... Uh, even if investors, you know, there are two things which drive the market. One is the corporate earnings yeah. uh, for equities and the other is in investor sentiment. And there I feel that the investor sentiment and particularly the domestic investor sentiment has turned around and is zooming and booming in a manner and in a very methodical manner yeah. that I don't see that vaporizing. Right. Uh, so I would say that uh, markets might be expensive, may not, may be cheap. And it is, it is worth just to guess that. Mm. Stick to your plan. Make a plan. Have some cash. Have some, you know, 10, 15, 20% cash. So that if you get lucky with a dip, by all means, you know, benefit from it. Whether the market is expensive or cheap, you, mm. you will get to know only with hindsight. Mm. After the market has gone up and after the earnings are out, then you will get to get a sense that, okay, yes, the markets were expensive or cheap. Okay, so you're saying keep some cash, but should the investors stop their SIPs and keep that cash for when the markets will dip, they will invest then? Oh, with your SIP, don't fiddle with your SIP. You should fiddle with, you know, a part of your money. Yeah. Uh, but SIP is something, if you're investing for 10 years, yeah. if, if the market is expensive and if, even if it comes down temporarily for a period after a year or so, how does it matter? Because you know you will be holding it for ten years. You will you'll be okay. Only some part of your money will be going at a level which might look uh, attractive. But there is a great possibility that you miss an opportunity. Not only that, I think there is a great value mm -hmm. of an investor's discipline, because most of the time investors profit not because they invested money or they they picked a great investment or they picked a great fund uh, or a security, but it is entirely because they were disciplined. They invested through the lean times. They invested through the good times. They actually made sure that they were investing regularly. They made sure that, you know, uh, they were able to grow their savings and investments year after year. That I think is the magical thing. So if anything which distracts you from that disciplined strategy, don't even consider that. So maybe have 5, 10%, 15% or some meaningful amount which you think is useful. Hmm. But uh, 
otherwise don't even think of timing your sip investment okay uh, all of that is fine but do you think it is possible to you know uh, buy at the lows and sell at peak consistently impossible uh, if that will be the case then there are fund managers who actually make a living out of it uh, their whole career and life and education uh, they, they are educated and you know they are they, they are configured to precisely do, exactly, do, that. do that and uh, none of them attempt to do that in fact i have seen that most fund managers whenever they have tried to do that uh, they have gone wrong or they have been caught on the wrong foot and they have been caught on the wrong foot in a manner that many of them actually lost job uh in fact i remember in 2004 there was a very unusual thing the government changed and everybody was expecting the nda government right. and the nda government did yeah. not uh, was not reelected and the market fell by 16% hmm. and there were people who were actually keeping in substantially in cash many fund managers nearly a third of their money in cash and they looked like a winner uh that okay they, they they were unable to you know they they were uh, they were able to call it right mm. and what happened there after was the market zoomed like anything in next couple of days mm. so what was cash which was actually looking very you know profitable mm. or beneficial to them for couple of days mm. it turned out to be one of the greatest disadvantage so people being in cash and the market had a one of the biggest run up after few days of an unexpected election result mm. translated so every anything can go wrong yeah. uh, what and you know the, you these things are not in your control my suggestion to all investors at all times is control what you can manage what is in your hand yeah. what is in your hand is how much can you save right. how much can you invest how much can you actually take out of it uh, just in case you need the money have these plans how when do you need the money maybe those that, that part of your plan is negotiable maybe you need some money which is after 5 years from now but maybe if it is postponed for another 2 years it won't really hamper your plans mm. uh there are plans which will heavily depend on having a defined amount of money at a given date they are non negotiable so i think plan for all those things very well do your budget Hmm. Uh, every month and see how much can you save more can you really uh, invest a little more because in the early stages these habits are extremely beneficial once you are able to accumulate and build something worthwhile then you know accumulation then you you can actually play around with a part of your money but initial days just form a habit hmm. develop a you know build that discipline and all these things which you are asking that should right. be time aid should it be expensive is it cheap is a distraction is the noise and it will always look like you'll benefit a lot and uh, basically it's impossible by, to do yeah it's impossible to do that and even if you succeed it will be a random thing right it it'll just be luck and falling into uh, yeah. that habit yeah. is going to be yeah. it itself it will will distract you All right then don't uh, you know disrupt your SIPs continue with them but yes having some amount of cash to uh, to leverage uh, during such special times. situations yeah before we end this episode we'd like to answer a viewer question and mm-hmm. Vivek Bhatt asks can we do lump sum investment in mutual funds now would that be what would be better if one has to do that a balanced advantage fund or a flexi cap fund it depends what is that scale of lump sum investment hmm. if that scale of that lump sum investment is 3 months of your income hmm. you can well do it if that scale of investment that lump sum investment happens to be 5 years of your earnings hmm. never do that 
spread it over next 12 months, spread it over next 18 months, because any interim correction, any mm. interim decline in value will be very upsetting. Mm. It will scare you. And uh, that, that might derail you from your long-term plan. So depends, what is the scale of lump sum, number one. Number two, balanced advantage or flexi-cap fund. If this money is for 10 years and more, flexi-cap, do your SIP, substantial money. And if this money is for three, four years, then balanced advantage. Simply because, you know, it is a steadier take on growth. Mm. The worst case scenario in a big declining phase is not as much fall as a flexi cap. So shorter term, balanced nice. advantage, longer term, flexi cap. Uh, but there's one more thing to it that uh, in the balanced advantage category, you don't have too many credible options. Mm. So you have very few, though there are many, many funds, many balanced advantage funds, but uh, only some of them are worth investing. And they, they can come to value research to know which yeah, those funds uh, are. discover it more. All right, then hopefully, Vivek, you've got your answer. Keep watching this space for more information. Keep those questions coming. We'll be taking them up in the subsequent episodes. And if you like the show, do subscribe to our YouTube channel. Take care. Bye for now.